The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We invite you to join us each Tuesday at 9 p.m. on the corner of 16th and 47th in Seattle's U District. Oh my gosh! I'm actually amazed to see all of you. This is so great. I'm excited. I was told, I was like, they're all going to leave. And uh, because the game, I mean, it makes sense. I and mean, there's no shame on that at all. But gosh, I want to tell you something. Uh, why am I not doing something right here? It doesn't feel like it's on. Okay. The, uh, but I want to tell you something. I, it means a lot to me that you're here. There's something about a retreat that for a while is almost like just a little bit of, uh, it's like family. I mean, it's like a, just a, 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 an experience where we can all be together. And um, there's something about having that ending time together that I think is so important. Um, Hey, listen, one little note from me, and this is a, this is truly, <clears throat> a, it's a, it's a kind of a, uh, a vulnerable thing for me. You know, the CD I gave you, I want to let you know, that's a, that is a gift that I, that I, that for me is a meaningful thing for you. Um, and, um, it, here's what I would love to ask from that. If you, if you guys are, if you hear something on there and you, and there's a song that you go, you know what? I know the person needs to hear this. And, um, uh, what, it, whether it's either to bring them joy or there's some kind of a message that's going to let them know that they're not alone, which is kind of the main intent for me, um, or to speak to somebody's story. There's a lot of stories in here where it's not my story, but it's, it's powerful. Steal the song. Rip it. Burn it. Send it. Send it out to whoever. I don't care about making money at all on this thing. At all. The only thing for me is like launching a kid. You just want to see that kid go as far as it can. That's how it is. So anyway, just want to let you know that. You've got it, and I'll send it out, and that'd be great for me personally. That's something my hands are sort of tied on that. So, um, Okay, we have been talking about uh, lenses. And um, I want to, I, I'm po- what I'm positing is that this is one of the major challenges of our uh, church today. You are in the midst of more church competition. This is true. You are in the midst of more church competition in Seattle uh, than I have ever seen. And to me, it makes my stomach feel sick when I feel it. What I would love is if I felt the church was simply growing and there was a sense of joy and, and a sense of collaboration and I could feel that kingdom view, that kingdom lens on it. But at times it smacks to me of who's got the best worship band or who's got the best speaker or who's got the most people or who's got the hottest people. No joke. Where can I go that has the best potential to be finding someone that I can date? And that's the stuff that I want to challenge you when you leave here. The lens issue is what will transform this whole kingdom movement. So for us to make that switch from simply being Christians that do Christianity with the same world lenses that we used to have is going to be pivotal. I'm going to give you three things. And I'm so excited because I have my dream in this pen. I've never seen a pen this gigantic in my whole life, and I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm going to give you three things to make the switch from a worldview to a kingdom view. The first one is 
going to bore you, but it's so true. Relaxation. Here's the key, and there's a ton of research coming out about this right now, about how they're starting to find, and this is because the instruments are simply getting better. They're starting to see or starting to discover the link between how our brain works and how our body works, that there's almost a conversation going. Do me a favor right now, and this is going to be kind of, for some of you, this is going to be uh, a little bit, but if you can close your eyes for one second, close your eyes if you can, just take a second. And what I'd like to ask you to do, if you're willing, is to take a breath down by your belly button, as low as you can, take a deep breath and feel your stomach wall stretched out. Most of us are trying to make our stomachs look as small as they can, so this is almost antithetical to what we're trained to do. I'll see people do it, and they'll be, if your shoulders rise, you're taking the breath that says, I'm getting ready to hit somebody or run. Take a deep breath. Now, second little trick, relax your toes. Now, imagine right around your eyes, there are a whole bunch of muscles and you can relax your eyes. There's a study that says that if our, if our body is relaxed like this, it tells our brain that you're not in danger, that you're safe, that you're okay. Now, I want you to imagine as you take another deep breath kind of into your stomach, as you relax your toes, you relax your face, feel your shoulders drop down a little bit. I want you to imagine the community that you live in, maybe one or two people. And now instead of competition, I want you to see them with compassion. As you take a breath, I want you to imagine you see yourself going through your world as you do. And instead of a performance, you see yourself and agree with Jesus with an eye of acceptance. You're okay. You got room to grow. But God's not waiting for you to grow until he accepts you. He accepts you and then asks you to grow. Imagine for one minute you agree with Jesus about you. Feel your toes relaxed. Last deep breath. Stretch that stomach wall way out. Open your eyes. You guys, it's so funny. I do this exercise at the end of groups, and and um, partly because I needed a way to end groups, and uh, I mean, I've been doing it for long enough, and I've got some of these guys in my in my groups that are these big, gigantic, tall guys, and if I forget to do that, they're like, "Hey, hey, Dave, are we going to do the uh, toe relaxation and the stri- are we are we relaxing or are we not going to do the thing?" And I'm like, "Oh, sorry, let's do it." <laughs> Here's the deal. This is what I would challenge you with, is that when you are trying to switch from a worldview to a kingdom view, that breath, if that's all you do, it's like a clutch in a car. It is really tough to switch your view if you're in that same move, that same go, 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 go. And I also have to see with compassion, and I also have to see with acceptance. Now you're not going to. The faster you go, the harder this is going to be. I always just tell people, speed kills. The worst decisions you will make 
are when you're going really, 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 really fast. It's like the Audubon. You're going as fast as you can, and suddenly you have to make a left turn. Boom. But Jesus says the kingdom is about left turns. The kingdom is about seeing the people that you, it took you going slower to, or you're going to miss them. That was Matthew 25, where he looks back and we walked right past him. When did we see you, Lord? And he's going to say, you didn't because you were going too fast. You, you didn't because you were on your cell phone. You didn't because you were afraid that you were going to miss something on Facebook. You didn't because you jammed an extra class into your schedule. If you can't relax, how are you going to switch? Body first, body first, body first. God did not make us a mind inhabiting this thing. God made us body, mind, and spirit. And a lot of times we Christians, we're so focused up in the mind that our bodies are really, really tense and we're trying to just think our way to being an instrument of the kingdom. You watch Jesus all the time. He goes into the, the, to the 6,000 and feeds them great. And then he leaves. He goes up to the mountain. He walks around by the lake. He does all this stuff. He's constantly going in to get himself relaxed again. Jesus took that really seriously. You see the people about ready to kill the woman caught in adultery. Jesus is on the ground and he's just drawing in the sand, slowing everybody down. Jesus took it seriously that if we're moving fast, it's tough to keep a kingdom view. Relaxation. We want it to be more spiritual or more mental. And what I would challenge us with is that God did not make us spirits alone. God made us human beings, spirits, but also the physical. Christians sometimes have a hard time knowing what to do with that. The second one is imagination. Jesus uses this all the time, you guys. Jesus is saying, listen, if you want to do something new, let me engage your imagination. And there's a huge, Ryan just passed me a book about how we as Christians need to re-engage our imagination. This is one of those things where if you want to switch from a worldview to a kingdom view, you guys, picture your, picture, literally, you can imagine this person. I keep picturing someone on their way to, on their way to class, going right down across, right, right down, you know, from 17th crossing the street, going down into the major campus, and they look so worried, and they look so busy. Imagine them for a second. Imagine that somehow in your mind, you could see every emotion they're carrying. Imagine you could see their loneliness all the way around them. Imagine you could see the pain of the way that they've been treated or talked to. Imagine you could see the blackness of their depression, of their doubt, swirling around them. See, without my imagination, it's hard for me to see from the kingdom. If I look at them just as what the shell that they're presenting, I'll think pretty, together, wealthy, stuck up, whatever it is, whatever it is, I probably hate her, and I'm going to go to class. Right? You've been there. You know that. But what if I start imagining the pressure she might feel to always be pretty? The pressure on her shoulders, weighing her down. 
about how she doesn't know what it's like to just be normal and just be real and just be authentic. We judge people so fast. Imagination can take us out. Jesus says, you want to picture the kingdom of heaven? Jesus uses imagination all the time to help people see something that they've never seen. He uses stories and parables. And, and the reason why was he knew that if people can engage their imagination, it will tap into their motivation. We're motivated by what we can see. Where there's no vision, the people perish. That's Proverbs. We need to be able to see it, and it engages our motivation to go do something. Imagination is crucial. If we're just doing the logic, I do the logic, I'm finished, but then I go back to my old way, worldview. Kingdom view is going to take you doing something. It's going to move you, but it's not going to be out of duty or works. It's going to be out of love and a sense of, I want to. Imagination engages your want to. The last one that I'm going to give you today is collaboration. See, there's two doctrines that we talk about all the time, um, justification and sanctification. Justification is a work that God has done that you said yes to. Justification is where we are made right by God through Jesus Christ on the cross. That's, that's one part of it. Then this other part is sanctification. And sanctification for me is an ongoing collaboration. Jenny will talk about Eugene Peterson's a long obedience in the same direction. Collaboration is Jesus saying, I'm in. Are you in? What's your name? Krista. What's it? Krista. Krista. Says, Krista, listen, I'm in. I'll meet you here tomorrow and let's do your life. Let's have an adventure. Let's do that together. Let's go on out there and do that together. And Krista says, I'm in. He says, come and see. You say, I'm in. That's great. He says, I want you to look out your eyes. I want you to use your imagination. I want to make sure you're relaxed. I want to make sure you do this because I've got some stuff for you to do. Does that make sense? Chris says, I'm in. Day by day by day by day. Jesus says, I will work with you. Chris, you don't have to do it all by yourself. I'm active, but I'm not going to do it for you. Anytime you want to say no, you can. Doesn't mean I'm going to take away your justification, but I want to tell you something, that the moment that you say no, we can stop your sanctification. That's for sure. Does that make sense? Your life mission is a collaboration between you and Jesus. Saying yes. It's some of us are going to go, I want to switch to, to a, a, a kingdom view tomorrow, today, right now. Insta something. <laughs> We're not used to patient, long, saying, you know what, here's my vision. At 80, I want people to look at my life and be able to go, there's no way Dave could have pulled that off by himself. That's my goal. What's your goal? I want to challenge you to set your 80-year-old goal. What do you look like? What do your grandchildren say? What do your kids say? Do they see Jesus in your life? It's not going to happen by next Tuesday, but it can sure start today. That's my invitation to you. Start saying yes. Start getting used to getting your body relaxed. If your schedule is crowding you out, maybe you need to take less classes. That's all right. You'll get through. 
Don't, don't let school woo you into becoming a fast-paced, overly busy, overly scheduled someone who can put on the Christian face. You be in charge. You collaborate with Jesus and go out there and let's change the world for his kingdom in collaboration with him. Now, here's what I'd like to do. As I believe, did I make it? Good. I forget. Shortest talk I've ever done. Here's what I want to do. I want to close this. The other part of our, what we do is I have a big belief that there's something about facing each other. So here's what I'm going to ask us to do. And we're going to do this for five minutes. Is I want to have us, I want to have us be able to share with each other what we, what, what's God doing in your life. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have to do it pretty quick because um, we want to get out of here. Um, but we want to close right. Is can we get everybody around the edge of this room can, and facing each other in one gigantic circle? Ready? Go. It's going to take some work. Some of you right now are going, oh, rats, this was my chance and I missed it. All right. Okay, here's what I'd like to ask us to do is I'd like you to take a second and I would like to just give you an opportunity to say, what is it that you're going to take away? And maybe it's just you can sense this is going to be the way I need to grow. I've been living a certain way or there's been something happening and I'm feeling God in my life is saying, I want something new. Maybe something that you just had a change for you, a learning or a growing edge, um, or maybe a question that you're going to take forward you don't have the answer to yet. I want to hear from a few of you just what is it that you're going to take away from this place? And we'll just we'll keep it as short. You don't have to say more than two or three sentences. I think for me, I want to live an adventure with God every day. Great. Thank you, Lorena. I decided to go to the VR. Hey, all right. <laughs> Good. All right. There you go. Quiet, steadfastness. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. Great. Awesome. I gave you a chance to practice. <laughs> Being more positive. Great. Goes a long way. Compassion. 